We were designed to hunger for the deep things of God, to thrive on faith and wonder, to seek out divine wisdom that defies human logic. We were designed to unlock the mysteries of God. This is Breathing Underwater. We are at episode five. My name is Margot. Five is the number of grace. And that is no coincidence because today is our first episode where we have a guest, where we do a live interpretation for you. This is something I really look forward to doing more in the future, but this is our first one and such a grace for all of us to host my best friend, Brienne. Now, we recorded this a handful of days ago, but the interpretation you're going to experience is all on the spot, meaning I hadn't heard this dream before. So I'm just going through and asking her the questions that I taught you guys in episode four. And it's just so fun to go through that process of being curious and offering options and waiting to see what resonates with the dreamer. So you're going to get to witness this firsthand and of course have the privilege of meeting my best friend in in some sort of fashion. I hope you all get to meet her in person someday because she is worth it. But let me just give you a quick little disclaimer here on the audio. I'm still figuring this out. But we were in the same room with one microphone. So the audio is not the best, but it it's doable and it'll work and I am going to get better at that in the future. So thank you for Grace. There's that Grace again. And I hope you enjoy. Hi, Brienne. Hi, Margot. <laughs> For those of you who can't see us, we're sitting very close together <laughs> <laughs> and using the same mic. But that's okay. We're used to it because we're best friends. <laughs> and I just feel truly honored that you are the first guest oh. on this podcast. And because you're an avid dreamer and we talk about your dreams all the time. Um, but I think the coolest part is that we actually kind of met around dream interpretation we did yeah do you want to do you feel like telling that quick sure, story sure, sure yeah just the brief version. uh margo and i both um moved to reading uh, around the same month and uh we lived in the same apartment complex for a hot minute yes we did and we met by the pool one day and just started chatting and ended up talking about a dream i had had either the night before or a couple nights prior, but it was impactful for me and I couldn't quite figure it out. So we sat, I remember sitting in like the hot tub mm -hmm. in the water, mm -hmm. interpreting a mm -hmm. dream while my two-year-old ran around and <laughs> swam. Yep. Yep. But that was our first, our first chat together. And I remember going deep pretty quickly and, and just knowing that you were kindred and family. And, totally. Yeah. And the rest was history. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an instant friendship after that. Mm -hmm. What I loved about it was how quickly we were like, hi, what's your name? Hey. And you were like, so I have this dream. And I was like, <laughs> yes. I love that we're already going here. Yeah. And I think I probably even prefaced, I don't know if you remember this, a little bit with like, well, I actually think God speaks through dreams because mm -hmm. you just never know where people are at with it. So I probably gave a little bit of a, mm -hmm. well, I think I actually might have interpretation. I've had dreams yeah. like that before. No, I remember it being really natural and it flowed yeah. and yeah, yeah, it was a great conversation. Yeah. Had you, well, this is a good moment for this question. What, can you tell me a little bit about your history with dreams? Mm -hmm. Like at that point, had you already been having interpretation for dreams or prophetic mm -hmm. dreams? Um, 
at that point I had dreams, but not that consistently. And, um, I think I knew God would speak through them, but I, I wasn't as, I wasn't as prone to see them or, or hold them with the weight that I do now. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I would have them and, and if they stuck with me, then maybe I would try to figure out what it was, but I didn't have tools for that. I wasn't mm -hmm. around anybody who talked about talking about your dreams. Um, I wasn't recording them as much, but I, I was having them for sure. Mm -hmm. And then um, after meeting you and then just being here in Reading for years now and having other people and community that actually talk about dreams and yeah. the Lord speaking through them. Um, I think has given me language to dive into something that's always been there for me. Um, and now that I'm paying attention to them and writing them down, I have like multiple a night. Yep. Um, and I, I'm often getting direction out of them or confirmation or um, some are some are more broad scope. Some are definitely about a specific situation. Um, but dreaming it has become, uh, part of my daily communication with myself with the lord totally yeah. i mean we we talk as much as we can and almost every time we talk there's been mm -hmm. dreams that were revelatory mm -hmm. we don't always go through each one of them but it's yeah. very common for brian and i to be like oh yeah i actually had a dream the other night and god said yeah yeah <laughs> this yeah. is totally a part of our our dialogue mm -hmm. and our friendship so it is an honor to have you thank you for being mm. here thanks marco it's an <laughs> honor to be here oh my gosh I wish you guys could see a picture of this. We're like in my room, <laughs> crouched in a little corner because I only have one mic. It's so hashtag small beginnings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to do a live interpretation today. Yep. And so you guys get to see what it feels like to have a dialogue. Um, I'm going to go through the questions that I typically ask, which I actually spoke about in the last show, in the last episode. So we're going to practice going through those mm -hmm. questions. And really the key, I'm just going to reiterate here, is the interpretation of this dream is going to resonate with Brienne. Even if I'm mm -hmm. sensing, oof, I really feel something on that, I'm offering it to Brienne, and if it doesn't sit with her, then that's not the interpretation. And I'm going to ask questions waiting until we hit the mark where she feels that resonance or there's more curiosity that comes out or a phrase lands. So we'll just see how that goes. Mm -hmm. And... I love the live interpretation because people will see that we throw around ideas and the first idea isn't always right, mm -hmm. but sometimes it is. So I would say too, if we even get a couple pieces interpreted from this dream today, I feel like that's success. If we get the whole thing interpreted, amazing, but even just a couple of keys mm -hmm. unlocked so that you can go forward and talk to the Lord more about it. Yeah. But of course, on that note, even if we did interpret the whole dream, dreams are so multifaceted. And I mean, really, we're talking about the Word of God. So we're talking about something that is living and active. And so mm -hmm. this could have interpretation now, and then six months later, have another layer, could have another facet in three years. So we're just going after the revelation that we feel is resonating now. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I Beautiful. That so I'll have you read the dream, okay. and then I will ask you the questions. Great. This dream kind of has two different parts to it, but they flow together. So great. I also, I love doing this because you get to see, you get to kind of unveil the like, everybody's dreams are just kind of weird. Yeah. They're so weird. <laughs> You're like this part, do I say it out yeah. loud? Yes. Everybody has weird dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> all right. I was swimming in open waters in the ocean 
There was a lot of commotion. I felt like I was swimming parallel to the coastline, but I was deep enough out that there were large sea animals in there. Mm. I was swimming so fast, and I was jumping from being under the water to being on top of it like a dolphin would. I was essentially swimming like a dolphin and jumping out of the water and back in. Um, so my perspective would go from like, I'm right above the water line to, well, I'm right down underneath. Hmm. And it was going quickly. It was shifting in and out. Um, <clears throat> like in flashes. Every time I went under, I saw another different sea creature. I remember seeing a humpback whale. It was terrifying and beautiful all at once. Mm -hmm. I touched its face as I went under and then I surfaced again. I saw other things too, like rays and large fish and dolphins and other whales. This occurred a handful of times and then I suddenly felt afraid. I thought, wait, what if there was a shark head? Since I felt I had no control over my body, it was like I was just watching what was happening in front of me. I was going up and down and out of the water. Mm -hmm. Somehow I knew I was dreaming, and I thought, even if there is one and I get hurt, I won't feel it. And if I close my eyes, I won't see it, and it'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> so I shut my eyes like a little kid, thinking, like, the time will go by, and I'll just skip this part yeah, of yeah. the dream. Yeah, yeah. I won't have to actually experience this. <laughs> but when I opened my eyes, there was a shark right in front of me. It attacked my foot, but it barely took off any skin. It left a small square of my skin missing, but it didn't hurt. It was, it was terrifying, but it didn't, it didn't hurt me. Um, from here, the dream kind of shifts a little bit. And I went to a house that was on the shores, so it was still the same area. And it was someone I knew in the dream, but I, I don't know her naturally, but she was kindred while I was there. Mm. She felt like a wealthy woman who lived alone. She mm. was beautiful and clean and regal, mm. but approachable. When I was there... Chris, who's my husband, arrived with Olivia, my daughter. Mm. We had to run somewhere fast. The woman at this house gave us her car. It was a sports model of a Tesla. Now, mind you, I don't know anything about cars, so I don't even know if this exists, but it was a very fast, like, Tesla sedan. It was, like, mm. super sporty. I'm not a car person. What color was it? It was blacked out. It was mm. black on black, tinted windows, matte very undercover feeling mm -hmm. and it drove very fast chris hopped in and he was driving very fast which is is not like chris uh in the dream i didn't feel afraid though and i didn't feel like it was wrong we were just we were just speeding where we were going um and we were on this sort of freeway mm -hmm. we were flying down the highways and we were passing all the cars Olivia was in the back back seat, which also didn't feel strange, even though naturally I'd be like, what the heck are we doing? My kid's in the car. Why are we driving so fast? <laughs> um, at one point, we had to stop at this light, and a boy driving a moped, moped pulled up next to us. He had a flower business, and he was trying to promote it. Hmm. He leaned over and talked to us, and his sales tactic was to give away free flowers as a sample. Well, he tossed over a large bouquet of individually wrapped flowers. Then the light turned green and we both drove our ways. I looked through and was sorting them and making bouquets. Mm -hmm. I saw a tag with a price and realized that he gave us over $100 worth of flowers, which I figured was crazy and not his goal. But mm -hmm. he wasn't close by anymore to fix it. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And that was it. Mm -hmm. that oh, was it. I love this dream. <laughs> I love this dream. It was kind of wild. So when did you have the dream? Mm, I had this on February 27th. Okay, so recent. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm asking that because if this were maybe months or years ago, I'd probably ask about the context of that time and what was happening in your mm-hmm. life, but this is close enough, so we'll mm-hmm. just go with, with now. Um, if you were to give the dream a title. Hmm. They feel separate, but but they kind of go together, the two different parts, yep. so I'd probably just title it like, Dolphins and Teslas or something like that. <laughs> Dolphins and Teslas. <laughs> it's not deep, but that's how I would that's how it's I perfect. would find it. It's like that dolphin dream I had. Yeah. Okay. Dolphins and Teslas. I love it. Um what were the primary emotions that you had in the dream? If you can't get specific, mm-hmm. just general, was it positive or negative? Yeah. Um when I was when I was swimming, there was definitely like an excitement to Mm-hmm. to the swimming in and out of the water. Mm-hmm. I love marine life and um, that's quite exhilarating. Um, and then obviously fear when I was thinking about that shark and having that shark moment. So it went from went from feeling excited, exhilarating, free. Mm. Everything was very fast. Mm-hmm. Fast moving dolphin, fast moving car. Mm-hmm. But the, the shark moment was scary. And then from there, that, that lady's house, she felt like like a mom who's not your mom, you know, like your wealthy second aunt or something like that that you go to visit. Uh, so that felt pretty homey and just comfortable. And, like, I kind of recovered quickly and dealt with my wound or whatever and then got in this car. And then in the car, it just – that just felt like we were – on a mission and getting something done. Mm-hmm. It didn't mm-hmm. feel scary or bad or mm-hmm. it didn't feel like we were running away from something. Sometimes I have dreams where I'm going really fast. I'm trying to get away from something. It yep. didn't feel like that. Yep. It felt like we had a goal and we were after it. Great. Yeah. That's perfect. Okay. Generally just kind of, oh, this was overall negative or this was overall positive. It sounds mm. like this was pretty overall positive. Yeah, overall that shark moment. Yeah. Okay. So I'm asking that because I think that can really affect the interpretation, but can also speak to source of the dream. Mm-hmm. So my sense, this is a God dream, um, but let's keep going. Okay. The things that stood out to me were specifically, obviously, the water and you being a dolphin and what was happening there, the house and the woman, and then the car ride and the flowers. Hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else that stood out to you that feels like, oh, we really need to include this? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Do you have anything that you and God are already talking about or an experience right now in your life that you can already say like, oh, I actually think this dream is playing out Mm. or this feels like this thing that's happening in my waking life? Hmm. I think the personal ocean part feels like that's kind of playing out currently just in my season and where I'm at um, with the Lord, just taking time with him and the idea of like coming in and out of the deep of the waters. Um, that feels, that just feels true. The exhilarating and fast speed of things definitely is not a current reality. <laughs> nor, nope. nor is that normally how I roll. Right. So, um, that part is interesting. And then I will say, 
I mean, I guess for the people listening, I, I'm taking a break from like work in any outlet of any kind right now. Um, You're also but, about to have a baby. Yeah, but we are about to have a baby. So, but the focus has definitely been on family. So when I think about going fast in a car and like that maybe being a ministry or anointing a call or like something I'm offering the world, I'm like, I don't feel like we're talking about that at all right now, Lord. Um, so I'm not sure there. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, the water part would be the the only moment where I'd be like, yeah, that feels like yeah. where the Lord and I are right yeah. now, um, just in discovery and mm-hmm. being in the in the waters with Him. Beautiful. That makes sense. It does. Okay, so my sense here was, I love dreams about water and ocean and big bodies of water. I have those a lot. I think you also do. So if I'm thinking about the ocean, I'm thinking about the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking about the Spirit. I'm thinking about God. I'm thinking about the vastness of God. I'm thinking especially in the deeper waters, like the deep things of God. When you're talking about whales Mm -hmm. and like sea life, I think about the things, the hidden mysteries, right? Mm -hmm. That are hidden, hidden in this realm. And even just knowing you, it's easy to interpret, like you definitely spend time down in that deep revelatory realm. And I see you going down and coming back up and actually spending time bringing the revelation that you have that you're getting from underneath the water with the Lord and actually bringing it up into the natural. There's this kind of back and forth of going Mm -hmm. down and bringing treasures and bringing them back up. Mm -hmm. I love that you said it felt like a dolphin because dolphins are so friendly and they're, Mm -hmm. it's so playful and it feels really Mm lighthearted. Um, did it feel lighthearted in your dream? Yeah, it feels kind of goofy and silly, which... Yeah, playful. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, I'll get, like, words in very playful ways from the Lord. Yeah. Like, I just told you one earlier about, like, Finding Nemo. Yeah, so it's totally. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. He'll just kind of guide me that way, too, which feels true to that. Yeah. Even. Absolutely. Like, oh, this is him talking through this really silly thing. Yes. That just came to mind. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think the focus there is just, like, you were being propelled like this was, it was happening fast. It was effortless mm-hmm. for you, right? Yeah. It wasn't like you were, like I wasn't doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I could see the Lord just speaking about like, I'm, I'm carrying you in this, in this time and we're going to be moving fast between the deep things and coming back up, but it's fun. It's playful. Let's just be together. Um, of course the moment with the shark is something that raises a little bit of an alarm or question. But that's going to happen when we're going into the deep mysteries of God. Like we live in a spiritual realm and there's going to be moments where you might encounter stuff like, oh, there was a little resistance there or, oh, there was a little warfare there. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like God is just saying, even in moments where you feel like you're encountering that shark or that resistance or that, that darker thing, like it's, it's not going to have any permanent effect on you. It's not actually going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Might just graze the surface mm-hmm. and I've got you. Mm-hmm. Actually, what stood out to me the most was the house and the woman, Mm. which was really interesting. I immediately thought of wisdom. Oh, wow. You know how Proverbs talks about wisdom being a woman, and I'll have to look it up here. Proverbs 24, 3. By wisdom a house is built, and through understanding it's established. Through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. And then, of course, in Proverbs 9, it refers again to wisdom building a house. And so my my initial thought was that you were meeting with wisdom. Hmm that the Lord is actually just speaking to how you've done that very much with your family, especially the context being family, that you have really built your house on wisdom and understanding and have treasures 
set up in these different rooms and he's just going to continue to bring treasures out of those places mm-hmm. and that that wisdom was really nurturing and covering and actually um didn't you recover there after that little graze yeah from from the shark yeah yeah, yeah. I felt like I went to like my relative's house around the mm-hmm. corner and and went there to look at my wound and make sure I was good and wrap it or whatever and then got in the vehicle mm-hmm. to yeah. with us. Yeah. I, I just feel that the Lord is speaking about how close you are with wisdom. I mean, and I know you, so I know how closely you walk with wisdom and how much that's important to you. That's why she feels like a family member is because she really is, is that close. Mm-hmm. And I also feel that could represent even a part of you, a part of yourself that God is bringing out even more in this season, Oof. especially into this next phase of family, of just recognizing like how deeply connected you are to God and to wisdom and that nurture and that healing presence that you carry. Like that's absolutely your role in your family as well. Come on, girl. Does that resonate? Yeah. I mean, it's easy to say like, it's easy to say, yeah, I'll receive that word. It's right, amazing. Right. right. But I think I, I felt like as a woman, she was like definitely a spirit of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I was trying on things like, is this Holy Spirit? Is this right. Mother God? What is this? Right. But as you're talking, I'm like, no, that makes, that makes a lot more sense to me. Um, it's more specific than like being a part of the Godhead, you know, it's, right. it's more specific of yeah and it was so clear as soon as you said the house on the shore I'm like woof, that's wisdom mm-hmm. and I feel that that is even speaking of maybe that interim place before you're accelerated into mm-hmm. a sort of assignment mm-hmm. that's specific for you and Chris and Liv it's interesting that baby boy's not in there mm-hmm. um, and so I guess my question would be and I don't know do you think that Chris and Livy could be metaphorical in that moment. Mm. I haven't thought about it. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. If so, what do you feel like Chris could represent? Mm. I mean, before... <laughs> you know, when I was even just falling in love with Chris, he definitely represented Jesus so much to me. Mm. Um, and his name is even just... It means bearer of Christ. And I would just tell him how he he just looked like him. He would make certain faces even. We're just in the physical realm. I'd be like, like you definitely look and remind me of Jesus. Mm. Which could definitely be true. (laughs) We're getting a little bit emotional. That means we're hitting hitting the mark here. Um. Olivia, Um, I think Olivia would represent obviously like family family line and the heritage and legacy um but even specifically in there there's definitely like a redemption restoration like 
him and it was just a thing over her too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. When I was in the car and I was like taking all these flowers and they were individually wrapped and I was mixing them to make different bouquets in the passenger seat, I was passing some to her too. Ooh. In the back. Mm-hmm. So she was, she had her own and she was kind of like making her own too. Yeah. I keep thinking of Olivia as the branch, the olive branch. Yeah. And I remember, I hope this isn't too personal, someone had given you a word about you having an olive branch and that was actually like favor or it was leading you or opening doors or something. Yeah, um, they said I had a a paintbrush in my hand and it was wrapped in an olive branch. Oh. And I was going through a, um, like a grove of, it was, it was my land, like unknowingly I had all this land with mm. trees, fruit trees all over it and I had been growing fruit without knowing it and I had this like olive branch slash paintbrush in my hand that was when it touched things it just brought favor brought life there wow yeah yeah do you feel like that fits in with this interpretation of olivia being metaphorical as well like favor and increase yeah yeah i think for some reason the word it's it's similar but just kind of nuanced like restoration or redemption feels a little bit more right perfect than favor or increase yeah great great so we're talking about you in a car with the lord who's mm -hmm. driving mm -hmm. and redemption and justice and legacy and that part of your calling is is with you in the back seat, which is a part of why you're not worried that he's driving fast. Because <laughs> if it was your actual daughter, you'd be like, dude, slow down. <laughs> it makes sense. Right, right. <laughs> and it would make sense to you that, that this gift and this calling isn't in the front with him, that it's you and, mm -hmm. you and Jesus together, but she's there, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these flowers being given to you, mm -hmm. I mean, I... What do you think of when you think of flowers and, and what did it feel like to be receiving all of that? it feels like such a gift they feel just fresh and beautiful mm. um, it, honestly it, it felt it was a lot of flowers mm. it, it felt a bit like excessive uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> I felt wealthy sitting, yes. <laughs> sitting in my car with all of my free flowers in yes. my lap yes. they were the nice ones yes. they were nice flowers yeah. yes mm -hmm. well that that's one of the reasons I brought up the favor part because I actually felt like that was speaking to wealth mm, mm. and even finances mm -hmm. being given to you and them coming and you being like, whoa, this is just, mm. thank you so much. And then realizing like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Like it's just kept coming. He gave me so many flowers and you even feeling a little like, did he mean to? This is a little, mm -hmm. this is a little much, mm -hmm. which is how I would imagine you knowing you reacting to like a lot of wealth or yeah favor coming yeah. to you unexpectedly you'd probably be a little like oh this is too much is this okay <laughs> i would <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
it, it felt like you know this was his business, right? He had a flower business, mm-hmm. and he was giving of his harvest to you, and he was just freely giving it to you without anything in, in return. Of course, it was to promote his business, mm-hmm. but I wonder if that's even a mirror here of ministry, business, mm-hmm. favor. Mm-hmm. This business that is deeply, gr- deeply rooted in the Lord, and but also like redemptive purpose and justice and legacy for your family, and him just speaking to the abundance that's that's yours to just mm-hmm. receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I wondered if the the fact that the car was black and totally blacked out was always significant. And you're right, cars can represent ministry, calling. It can also represent a person, you know, your pers- like mm-hmm. your personal life, or it could represent your family too, or it can represent whatever the Holy Spirit tells you it represents. <laughs> but in this instance, I think we both kind of resonated with it being like an assignment or a call or a ministry or a business even. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if it's all blacked out because it's just shrouded in mystery at the moment. And like when you actually get to that part, it's going to feel real comfortable. You're yeah. going to get right into it. And the Lord is going to be the one that accelerates. But right now, mm-hmm. you might not actually see totally what that means or what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting as you're giving a different posing other language how that's making sense. Earlier you asked, does the car or any of it feel like it's pertaining to a current situation in right. your life? And it's like, I have no idea how the, this part relates. But as you're talking, I'm like... Definitely in a time where it's all about family and we're building family, but we know we know there's something for us to do together um, as a family in the business realm mm-hmm. at some point oh, yeah. without, but it doesn't have a lot of definition to it. And I think there's parts of me that know my season right now is resting and focusing on family and focusing even on healing in my personal physical body and mm-hmm. things like that that are so important and I know this is a focus but I'll still push up against that pressure of mm-hmm. like I should be doing something or I should know more about what my future thing is like right. or there have to be some steps I could take while I'm home right now just different outer pressures that can come in and be like how can I be productive yep. in this season. Oh, that good old performance um, thing. Mm-hmm. And I think as you're talking and I'm thinking about like, oh, wisdom, wisdom's going to give me this car that Ooh. I'm going to ride fast in. And Jesus is the one actually driving it. There's, it, it just kind of removes all the pressure of I'm doing this. Like, yep. oh, the Lord's doing this. Yep. And when it is time he can make it fast or, you know, he can, he can do it all, which we know it's just in the day to day. I think I can feel the pressures of just life going totally. I should be doing more. Oh my gosh. Yes. I so hear you. I think that's so common, so mm-hmm. common. And thank you for saying that. Cause I think people will really resonate with that. And this is one of the, this is one of the indicators I would say that it's a God dream and that this interpretation is because it's landing with peace mm-hmm. and it's landing with, Oh, pressure's off and clarity and orientation those are all things that are going to show us oh that's the character of god like Mm -hmm. he's never going to lay a a super heavy burden on us and be like yeah now go figure this out right right i even wonder if it's actually speaking to seasons or time periods where right now it resonated that you're kind of in this dolphin up and down in and out of this the deep Mm -hmm. the deep place and coming back up 
and that you're coming into maybe a time of this rest and recovery, even though that seems like it's overlapping right now too, and just mm-hmm. sitting with wisdom and mm-hmm. really inhabiting a house and a home and building that and mm-hmm. even just letting yourself be nurtured by wisdom and what that means. And then out of that season, that's that's when yeah. you're launched into this other thing. Yeah. I just did this last piece, and I don't know how this fits in, but I'm just going to take a risk. I keep seeing this when you're talking about the dolphin and the up and down. It almost feels to me like sewing, like Ooh. where you take a needle and you go up and yeah. under and up and under, and you're like sewing a couple pieces together. Yeah. And I know that you are an incredible seamstress oh, and my. designer. I will plug you more <laughs> later. I know it's not the moment, but she's incredible, you guys. Um so that might be a part of the reason that that's coming up, but I wonder mm-hmm. if God is even speaking to, he's like closing the gap between the deep things of God and the natural, and mm. it's like sewing these pieces together where they're just like becoming one, mm. one piece, mm. where it's less like, I'm in the spirit, and now I'm not, and in the spirit, and now I'm not, which ne- isn't necessarily bad either, because you know you could be going up on the shore and actually teaching and sharing about the thing that you just but because that wasn't the context I'm wondering if it's he's sewing quickly together these two places maybe even sewing together your your gift to stay in and be in the deep things with the Lord and carry that heavy revelation and your natural life with your home and your family and this Mm -hmm. business that's to come Mm -hmm. like they're not there's no separation Mm -hmm. that he's actually sewing them together Mm. what does that feel like yeah it reminds me of something chris and i were dialoguing which isn't too personal i think it's fine to share (laughs) (laughs) sorry chris (laughs) (laughs) just about um, how easy it can be to like get out of even just like resting in the Lord oh, yeah. when you get into certain parts of your day or things that you have to do. Um, and he was talking about it just in his his life, but I can definitely relate of mm-hmm. just getting in a task or a thing that you need to do and suddenly you're you're doing it on your own mm-hmm. in your own will and your own manpower and then you look back and you're exhausted and it's over and you're like I didn't rest in the Lord today and I should have taken a moment and that could have gone a different way or it could have been easier or totally um being able to to bring them together is definitely I think a muscle to work and figure out how to do it well yep and for me, that really looks like, okay, now I'm stepping into, like, being a mom right now to Put a child who needs some help, you know, uh-huh. like, with this thing. And, um, you know, jumping between different mm. different things and maintaining that same connection mm. without stepping too much into, like, okay, now I'm just Brienne mm-hmm. coming to the table in my own mind and my own power instead of resting in him and, like you're saying holding both at the same time totally totally so i'm wondering if that sewing is really speaking to this season and what he's doing with the spiritual things because it it wasn't as you weren't as able to do that he wasn't as able to do that when you were working Mm -hmm. but that's a part of what this season is about is Mm -hmm. bringing kind of a a wholeness to your life where those things are merging yeah being sewn together yeah yeah, I've become a lot more aware of my body too, just my physical mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. So even marrying those two, mm-hmm. 
when you're just talking anything physical, spiritual, yeah. being bridging the gap. Yeah. I'm like, totally. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so how do you feel about the interpretation we have? Does it feel, is there anything that you're like, ah, there's this one thing, but what do you think about this? No, I think I, I feel like we really covered it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I mean, I always expect to go somewhere when we chat, but I didn't expect to get a bit emotional like I did, so. That means we're feel, on the right track right there. I'm a little tired and just like, yeah. <laughs> did I take a nap We now? did it. <laughs> we did it. Okay, so let's, if there was an application, is there anything for you to do in this right now? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. There's a few things I won't go into, but that that I've sensed him like tugging me on when it comes to how to like steward our home mm. and our resources that we have and just and things like that that different different like tactical projects that I have in my mind that I think I've wondered how, are these in the me trying to be productive category or <laughs> or are these things that I should spend the time on because I have a lot of energy for them and grace for them but is that me just trying to make something for me to do right or, um but since we named wisdom, I'm like, oh, that's been wisdom. Those things that I've been feeling and I've been like organizing and yep. planning in my yep. brain. Um, so I think to leave here and go, okay, yeah, I'm going to pour some time into these things because the Lord's on them and I'm definitely growing something out of this. Mm. And then I think just overall the, the piece that is brought when it comes to just future outlook Mm. like I just feel Mm. I can't say it was bringing me anxiety or anything like that but just the unknown of it and wondering if there was something more for me to do to try to Mm -hmm. you know steward it well Mm -hmm. I think I just have more peace um going into going into things and thinking about those topics and just kind of letting them rest and how interesting that, that that particular piece, when we shifted from literal to symbol to symbolic with Chris and Olivia, was boom. When yeah. the full picture revelation came, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. And when it, God was really hitting your heart. And that's what I love when we talk about literal and parable or symbolic or metaphorical, is to just be curious with that. Because they are literally your family, and we did feel like that was a topic of this dream, it would have been easy to just make them super literal, but the interpretation wouldn't wouldn't have really come or been the same at all mm-hmm. with them being literal. But once we switched to symbolic, it was like, bing, now we're hitting it. So we just played around with it. Yeah. I didn't go into the dream immediately going, I know that they're symbolic. It was just more of a curiosity in that moment. Huh. What would it be like if we tried this? And that's when it started to unlock. Yeah. And I had never thought about it just because it's easy to go, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Chris, it's Chris and Olivia. Oh, my gosh. Especially when it's your own dreams. Mm-hmm. Everything's literal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's literal. And you know what? Sometimes our dreams really are literal, and it's it's important to be able to recognize the difference or at least to ask the questions around, is this part literal? Is this part symbolic? Because they easily could have been literal. But I think for the most part, the dream was symbolic in mm-hmm. nature. Well, that was awesome. That was my time with my friend Brienne and her stunning dream. And 
I just feel so grateful that she brought something so, so precious to us. It can be really vulnerable to share your dreams with people or to bring them out in the open. And really, it was just such a privilege to be in that space. There are a few things that I wanted to highlight that I thought were really noteworthy. And that first thing is, is when we started to interpret her husband and her daughter as metaphor, and we, we felt that deep shift into emotion for her. This is holy ground. This is the ground that we are looking for. This is evidence of the intended interpretation where she's experiencing a closeness with God in that moment. He is speaking, was speaking so deeply into her personal life that it was, you know, nonverbal. She had to, to take the time to find her words and collect herself. And I really wanted to keep that time in there. I didn't want to edit and, and speed that up too much because that was holy ground. And that's exactly where, what we're looking for. And we don't need to rush past that emotion because the purpose of all of our dreams is to bring us into relationship, deeper relationship, into encounter with God and connection with ourselves. So that's why I left that in there. And what a privilege for us to be a part of that. The next thing I wanted to note was there was a moment where I kept seeing this picture in my mind during the imagery of the dolphin coming in out of the water, I kept seeing that as like it was sewing. And I mentioned that. Now that had been playing in my mind for a good five minutes before I said it. And it felt a little risky for me in the moment, but I went with it. And that was one of those things where I could have easily ignored it. And I thought, oh, she's a seamstress. And I know that, you know, my natural mind was thinking, oh, it's probably just coincidence. But coincidence is also a language of God. So I know that. So I decided to share it with her. And that ended up being really important of what he's doing right now in her life, how he's sewing together the natural and the spiritual parts of her life. That was really profound. And of course, God would speak about sewing in relation to her because he knows her so deeply. These are, these are the pieces that are so impactful when we see the intentionality of God in the language. I was seeing that and I almost didn't say anything, but I did. So don't be afraid to take a risk because if she would have been like, oh, that doesn't really resonate, then what? whatever, no harm, no foul. But because I did offer it and it was a really important piece, then it kind of locked it all together in that moment of what he was actually doing in this season. Now, I have to say this little piece too. After the fact, uh, I think it was the next day after this interview, I ended up getting into one of my dream books where I was looking up some symbolism just to be like, oh, I wonder what some of the symbolism is that we saw because I was doing that all off the cuff. I was just going from my metaphor brain and I thought this was really cool. So I was relying on the Holy Spirit and when I looked up coastline because she was talking about that coastline, coastlines can represent the interchange between the spiritual and the natural realms. What? That's exactly what we said was being sewn together. It was, I saw that in my mind's eye and I went with it and it ended up being spot on and is actually one of the interpretations for a coastline, which I did not know. And now I know, now I have that in my pocket. The other thing was the flowers. They just, they just felt so much like favor and wealth and finances to me and, and abundance. And I looked up flowers. One of the interpretations for flowers is prosperity prosperity. So it just felt really validating on the other side of it. Of Yes, we were right on track. This is definitely what God is saying. And what 
a fun journey. Isn't this the best? I could do this all day, every day. <laughs> so if you have any questions, I have the show website, the link for that in the show notes. Don't hesitate to email me with questions and let me know what impacted you about Brienne's dream. I'd love to know what you're learning. I'd love to know what's landing with you. So feel free. And I look forward to seeing you next episode. Until then, happy dreaming.